1: Welcome into the Eric St. podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures with me on my lap for about one minute is Darla. I got rave reviews for Darla's. Um, she talked on Patreon, making all these little dog uh, squeaks and chirps, and I, I'm hoping she does it again. And Megan says, she writes, happy Friday. I'm only here for Darla. So she gets annoyed fast. Darla does. And so the goal is to get her to start singing away on the mic. Hey, say hi to them. Can you maybe say hello? Come on. Now, I've gotten, people have suggested that I like squeeze her. And i like, no, I'm not going to hurt the dog. Because you want to hear her do her thing. Come on, puppy. Say, talk to these people. They love you. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. What else? What else do you got for them? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, all right. And that means you're tired. Hey. Just wrap up with one more thing. Oh, <laughs> how spectacular is that? Are you kidding me? Oh. All right, the dog is um, the dog is getting big. I mean, she is rapidly gaining weight, and uh, she's oops, she's starting to get that bull in a china shop mentality that you find with bulldogs. Do you ever see the one that uh, knocks over garbage cans? You know, the dog sees those big plastic bins and just smashes into it. That's kind of like, I'm getting the impression that she, she, um, she went running into the room where she thought food was. Cause like she ate hers and then Benny ate his. And then she has to go make sure Benny got all of his So she goes running at his bowl and puts her face into it with so much force that her back legs went in the air. It's like she did a a scorpion with so much impact. I tell you what, this dog is a real kick in the head. Man. Uh. Pooh Bear home today. Uh, We'll see where that takes us. She said, look, you got to do some work. I'm like, "Hey, I know. I know. That is that is what I live for. Doing work. There'll be time for rest later." Yesterday was a day for so much podcast work. Holy cow. I don't begin to tell you. Uh so regular day like you're used to, but then in the evening we had to, we had to record three shows, one live, two pre-recorded. So um Trust this dog, by the way. Hang on. Where are you? Hold on. Oh. Oh. She's waiting. She's waiting by the door. And I don't know if this is going to work. I might have to get Pooh Bear in here to actually come and get the dog. You know, I don't know if she's gonna relax. Maybe she will. Nah, there's there's no way. I I gotta get Pooh Bear in here. Hang on. Yeah, I, you see, she's gonna be up moving around, and then that's gonna distract the hell out of me. Hello? Hey, are you there? I'm here. Yeah, I think you gotta come get this dog. Which one? The puppy. Why? She's waiting at the door, and she's crying and carrying on. Oh, no. Yeah, you got to come get her. Okay,
2: yeah, come get her. Okay. She she wants to be down
1: here. Yeah, that's exactly what she wants. She doesn't want to be here with, with us, but I wanted to show her off a little bit, and she sang into the microphone, and now she has to go.
0: She's kind of
1: a pain in the ass. No, you can't say that. Oh,
0: she's a pain in the butt.
1: No, you can't even say anything negative about her. Oh. Okay, I'll see you. Well, Come on. Are you coming up? I am.
2: I'm right here. Okay,
1: good. Oh, wow. Look at it's still jammy time. Bye. Did you shut that light off for me. Thanks. I want to burn the energy. Um, So yesterday. Oh, my God. Got done with a regular podcast day. Putting the wraps on that. No big deal. And then I'm uh, putting finishing touches on the afternoon podcast day. The evening. And uh, that involved going over uh, the audio for who are these free beers. And who are these Zanes? So I had to record who are these Zanes with Ben? And then who are these free beers with Ben? Which those are eventually going to be live shows on Patreon. And then we had to do the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Which everything went off as planned. But... Look at all these clips I have for Who Are These Free Beers. I had, and this is one 15-minute segment. We parked on 37 clips from the Great Candle Recall Debate. And I'm going to be featuring that on Who Are These Free Beers, which I will release a little bit later on today. Whether you hate me or love me, you need to hear this. Whether you hate me or love me, whether you uh, listen to... If you like the Freebird Hot Wing show, I think this is going to be very revealing to you. My goal here not only is to have fun and roast the show and uh, laugh, but it's to hopefully convince people who are under the spell of that dumpster fire show... That it is a huge pile of shit. And to give it up. Seriously, give up the show. I don't give a fuck if you listen to me or not. But give that shit up. These arrogant motherfuckers think you're idiots. All right, They really do. Because they've convinced themselves that they can talk about anything. And you'll enjoy it. You'll eat it right up. Drink your milkshake. So, I'll be making that available a little bit later on today. So we did at five thirty, we started recording, and that took us up to seven p.m. where we went live on uh, with the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, and that went till eight thirty. My God, it was awesome! A lot of fun. Thank you so much for everybody for being part of it. If you want access to all of what I just mentioned, you can get it for free. Like no lie. This has just been set up and it's awesome. Patreon has it where you can sign up for seven days free. P A T R E O N. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. All right. So that's, what's up this weekend. Um, I okay. We've been talking about the gays quite a bit lately. uh, I'm going somewhere with all of this gayness. You'll see what I mean before too long. But the Gay Pride Day event going on in Grand Rapids is Saturday. I'm going. Diana is actually, well, actually, we're both going. Our pal is, has like some booth there. I don't know what, what the booth is. She says it's a booth with her work. And, uh, so I'm like, wow, can you imagine if that you know, you set up a booth and then everybody starts hating you. I don't think that'll be the case. If you're setting up a booth at the pride event. And I said, yeah, I'll, I'll go. And there's, there's no parade. We, we talked about this. There's no parade going on. It's just a big uh, gay fest Saturday starting at noon until 10 p.m. at Calder Plaza in downtown Grand Rapids. So I'm going to go and be part of the gay off and uh, see some folks. It's a great, it'll be a great people watching adventure. I'm going to look so out of place. They're going to see me and think that I'm one of these psychopath, right-wing conservative cunts. Who raise hell for everybody, which, by the way, um, I reached out to um, my mole and I said, can you please head over to Zaniacs United or whatever the fuck it's known as and let me know all of the people who post Uh, anti-gay hate and anti-transgender hate um, posts on there. I I need to know all of those people. And it's all the usual fat fucks. I see Jason Schaefer posted one. That guy's a fucking loser. Uh, I see Pellerito still posting about me. Actually, pictures of me. Troy Finholm is posting transgender hate memes. A guy by the name of Tom Steele, who I'm disappointed by. Uh, It's a a meme of a guy and his daughter. And it says, a man followed a girl into into the bathroom, stating he identified as a woman. The man's teeth were knocked out by the girl's father, who identifies as the tooth fairy. Get it? Ha, ha, ha. It's really disappointing about Tom Steele. Because he's one of these Bible thumpers who goes around saying, Jesus loves, Jesus loves, Jesus loves. But he's a psychopath, too. So uh, I said to him, uh, to my mole, can you send me all these fucking pieces of shit so that I can ban them permanently? I'm glad they're outing themselves. Now, I had not banned Tom Steele, but I did now. And then Brett McClung. I'm disappointed, too, with Brett because he's such a, uh, uh, it it seemed like such a nice guy. But um, obviously a little bit warped. So fuck you. You're out. I love that these people out themselves with the hate. So I give it right back to him. I hate you. Uh, after Pellerito posted the picture of your old pal EZ, Troy Finholm, who I, I actually would like to fight. I mean, out of all these people, if somebody arranged a fist fight between me and that old fuck, I would absolutely do that. Uh, Troy writes, Mike, damn it. No one wants to see a photo of that shit stain. All right. So that's, you know, this is no surprise. All of this, no surprise. Um, I tell you what, that was the best thing that ever happened. Was uh, one year ago. All of, I think it was about a year ago. I don't even remember. It was a, a slow burn. It, it happened over the course of the whole summer. It started with uh fuck Dean parking in front of my house. And then it kind of just uh, escalated from that point. It had to happen. You know, um, I've had so many people say to me, I didn't want to listen or participate or be involved in anything with those people hanging out Easy. And I'm like, oh my god, I hadn't I didn't realize it was it was that much of a distraction. I had no clue. Um but yeah, I guess so. All right. So we have a lot of material on Patreon to be dropped today. You've got who are these free beers? You've got the Insane Asylum, you've got the Lost Zane recordings, you got the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, all today being dumped on you. And then tomorrow Who are uh, these Zanes? Did I say, who are these Zanes today? I meant, who are these free beers today? And then, who are these Zanes will be dumped on you tomorrow. Uh, As always, thank you so much for enjoying uh, the show on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. But I have to kick you out. I just kind of give you a little sample of it and then encourage you to go over to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live for the full show. Or download the Twitch app on your mobile device and search Eric Zane Live. Follow the show so you know when I go live. Subscribe and you get no commercial interruption. And you can subscribe for free when you link your Amazon Prime account. How to do that? Root around. You'll figure it. Uh, Explaining all that is a pain in the ass. But once you link up your Amazon Prime account, you can then subscribe and you have to manually subscribe each month. So thank you. If you don't have Amazon Prime, you can throw a couple bucks at it and uh, get the same type of effect. Uh, But I don't really push that, you know, I, I, it, it, but it's, if I'm sitting here, every breath I take, every breath you who take, uh, begging you for money, it gets annoying. Uh, but that's, what's up. If you like to listen to the audio podcast, download the show, or listen to the show wherever you download shows. I'm on all of them. Subscribe to at least one of those. That helps your old pal EZ out. Uh, if you ever want to say hello, reach out. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. That is my email. I love the correspondence. And uh, off we go. Okay. So I'm going to kick you guys out that are on uh, at eric Zane Show. On Twitter, Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page and on my YouTube channel. Thank you for being here for this much of the show. Much, much more. An hour and 36 minutes more at twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. All right. Now. Moving on. Where we live. West Michigan. Conservative stronghold big time we're surrounded by it and that's okay I love where I live I love being here because even just wandering out of the house is a damn event it's a show you have pockets of intelligence but for the most part it's a bunch of closed-minded bigots who uh, want nothing more than people like me to die now, the uh, local church, the, uh, the big local church, is the um, Christian Reformed Church. All right? There's like a thousand different congregations across the U.S. with a number of them, right? Most of them, in fact, right here in West Michigan. Every so often, they have something called the Synod, S-Y-N-O-D, where the leaders from these churches get together and discuss things. It's happening right now. On the docket, one of these local churches in the Christian Reform faith has a deacon that's married. It's a female and married to a chick, I guess. I think that's what's up. This is a same-sex relationship. Okay. This is a problem. And so they discussed it at the synod. And this is how it unfolded. Holy shit. This is absolutely unbelievable. Audio check. Video check. Here we go. Let's welcome in the bigotry.
2: Reformed Church Synod wrapped up today. 184 delegates from across the U.S. and Canada came together to debate ongoing issues, particularly same-sex marriage facing the theologically conservative denomination. One of the topics of discussion, a church right here in Grand Rapids. News 8's Taylor Morris has more.
3: Taylor.
4: Brian, the emotional six-day meeting took place at Kelvin University in Grand Rapids in West Michigan. There are more than 1,000 congregations that are a part of the CRC. Earlier today, the Synod discussed the actions of Neelan Avenue CRC of Grand Rapids after the church ordained a deacon who is in a same-sex marriage.
1: I can't believe that ch- this church did that. Okay. They know full well what they're getting themselves into. Okay. I don't understand why they're even interested in being affiliated with the CRC. Just fucking leave. Leave.
4: Neeland Avenue Christian Reformed Church sits on the corner of Neeland Avenue between Watkins and Alexander Streets on the city's southeast side. Last year, the council for the Grand Rapids Church appealed an order from the denomination to remove from office a deacon in a same-sex marriage. On Thursday, according to a tweet made by the CRC, the synod passed a motion not to sustain Neeland's appeal.
1: Here's our recommendation that sin did not sustain Nealon Avenue CRC's appeal. The church order clearly stipulates that only those who meet the biblical requirements are eligible to serve as office bearers in the Christian Reformed Church. Oh no, that just sounds horrible. You cannot be here. Uh, This lady supports the church, the uh, Nealon Avenue church, and she's upset. Nealon
2: Avenue evidences the work of the spirit. They are alive. They are growing. Their life and vision is bearing
0: good fruit. How can we deny them?
4: Pastor for Neal Joel Damore says this year's synod has been, quote, a lot to process. Demore
1: provided a statement from the... I don't know why this Demore guy goes along with it. You're just as much a part of the problem. You know, I actually don't even fault the CRC. That's the rule. I get it. Well... Just fucking separate. Who gives a fuck? Anybody who goes, who doesn't agree, if you are a person that doesn't agree with what the CRC is saying and you still go to the church, you still give them a few bucks here at the end of the week, you're complicit in this. You're, you're part of the problem. The only way this would ever change is if there was a mass exodus of people who were pissed off at this direction.
4: Deacon at Neeland who is in a same-sex marriage. She has since finished her term. She said, quote, we feel safe at Neeland and will definitely stay involved and engaged with Neeland."
1: Okay, now this is the, the person in question, this deacon. We're going to stay at Neeland. How can you fucking do that? They're telling you you can't participate and you're going to still go there and support the CRC? What?
4: even though our official duties are finished for now. Neeland is our family, and it's so exciting to see many new people are joining our church because they see how supportive and welcoming
1: the people there are. But they aren't. I mean, they may be at your church, but the problem is the step up. They don't want you there. Come on.
4: Earlier today, people at the synod also spoke out about the committee's decision to deny the church's appeal.
3: You know one thing about our deacon. I like this guy. You know one thing.
1: And all these eyes looking at him, they hate this guy.
3: You don't know her. How could you? She's a member of our congregation, our church, and it's the, it has always been the council and the congregation that makes these decisions.
4: In a report by the CRC committee it states we believe that the actions of Nealon Avenue CRC have disrespected and disregarded oh. the deliberation and decisions of our corporate body and therefore are breaking a covenant.
1: Okay uh, this is a perfect example of he who is without uh, sin cast the first stone every one of those people are quote-unquote, breaking the covenant at one time or another. And to sit there and say, oh, yeah, but your sin is greater. I mean, I have always uh, winced and cringed at at all of that. Meanwhile, all of these people uh, have have skeletons in their closet that could very easily be uh, scrutinized the same way this is being scrutinized. But just because it's two women, they, like, You know, put a spotlight on it and say, we cast thee out. So fucked up. Now
4: that the appeal has been denied by CRC, it is still undecided what the next steps will be, Brian.
1: Well, there you go. Well, just uh, separate yourself. Uh, Again, um, this is no surprise. This shouldn't be like some bit of outrage because uh, the CRC is doing what they've always done. They've always done this. This is not anything new. How silly is this? Just separate yourselves. My God. Uh, Megan says, did you know Jenison used to be in the Guinness Book of World Records for most churches per square mile? I I thought that that still remained. If you drive up and down Baldwin and just start counting. Oh, (laughs) It's, uh, it's quite a few. Three, four dozen like a three mile stretch of road uh tim says i can believe it the christian Reformed church a bunch of hypocrites a gay preacher don't tell the catholics they're even worse at at, uh at catholic school catholic central and um uh west catholic if you are a gay teacher you are fired you're out Um, that church might be cast away from the CRC, like the Pharisees who thank God he was not like that tax collector. Kyle Ryan says, ah, religion, so stupid and dumb. My God, what a bunch of assholes. And I honestly, I think that the ones that will still go to Neelan, um, if they, if they remain a CRC church, which I'm guessing they will, you are just as much part of the problem. Don't think that just because, because you're going along with it, you fucking moron. Oh, my God. That is, uh, that is just ridiculous. Now, um, follow-up, another story that I wanted to get to. Uh, Wood TV. I talked about this on the Patreon, so for the folks who don't, get the Patreon. This will be uh, new news. But the, um, there's been a lot of gay talk recently, obviously. It's big Pride Month and everybody's hating on the gay people. Uh, but they've been announcing on the normal TV stations, like the Grand Haven Pride celebration is the first one that ever happened. So they, they, they made a big deal about that. And, and this weekend they do the one in Grand Grand Rapids. A uh, fairly big event. It's been going on since 1988. And it's, it's good TV, frankly. I can't believe that they would like try to, um, even if um, people are opposed to it, it still is a hot button issue. It's something people are talking about. So that's why it was surprising when an internal memo, a lady by the name of Amy Fox, the assistant news director, foolishly put in print a memo saying, hey, uh, lay off the gay stuff. You know, uh, a lot of our audience are conservative. Uh, It should just say a lot of our audience are bigots. And they don't like that. And, uh, you know, we have to cater to our audience. That's what it actually said. And this is a a news station. And that is a major, major problem. Okay? Um, To have that type of slant in the newsroom. Hey, let's report on things, news stories that our conservative audience is interested in so that they don't get mad at us. That, uh, especially news hounds, news hounds, they swear by their integrity. Okay. They, they, uh, if you, you start to compromise that, that's, that's bad shit. You'd be, you'd be, uh, um, more likely to keep your job. If you like shot somebody in the face in a drunken stupor, than you would if it was, it's kind of like gambling in sports. You know, if you play for, like Pete Rose or any other uh, idiot who decides to gamble in sports, that's like the Cardinal sin. In the newsroom, if you if there is an edict coming down from the top saying, we need to be less subjective in our reporting. Ooh. So someone at the TV station blew the whistle and took the memo and passed it along to some other uh, watchdog uh, website that nobody's heard of, and it went viral. And so now people are talking about how Wood TV – this edict was passed down. And so the shit went downhill. This uh, company that owns wood is next So they are handling this. So wood TV had to publish a report about them. Not even kidding. Our world is topsy turvy. Wood TV Parent Company responds to Newsroom Memo. The email sent to Newsroom staff members by the sister, by the station's assistant news director Tuesday discussed how the team should, should handle reporting on Pride Month events. After News 8 staff members pushed back against the content of the message, the newsroom was told Wednesday that the news director and assistant news director responsible for the memo would no longer be involved in news coverage decisions regarding Pride Month. Well, so does that mean that if any person that is in the newsroom has a story about Pride Month, the, the bosses have no say as to whether or not it hits the air? I don't get it. That would be shocking. After multiple media outlets reported the content of the email Thursday, Nextar E Executive Vice President Chief of Communications Officer Gary Whiteman sent the following statement in News 8. Diversity, equity, and inclusion are among Nextar's core values. Our local TV stations are expected to cover and report the news of the day in an expansive and inclusive fashion consistent with these values. We're looking into the situation at Wood as the communication regarding the station's coverage of Pride Month activities in the area is not consistent with Nextar's values. Well, these two people should be fucking fired. The way we cover the news, the respect we had, they've ruined the integrity of the TV station, and it's out. Everybody's aware of it. They shouldn't be fired for being bigots. They should be fired because they fucked up the news. We will take appropriate action as necessary to address the situation, apologize for offending members of the LGBTQ community and Wood TV viewers. Well, yeah, I mean, and then there's that. You pissed off all the uh, all the queers. And uh, people who aren't queer and support them. But I don't, I think that's less of a problem who you offended here because so many people where I live are like, yeah, we love this anti gay shit, man. Fuck yeah. Wood TV, all right. That's about time he did something right. Fuck yeah. But it's blowing up in this dumb bitch's face. Good. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, my God. This is fantastic. They had to report on themselves being assholes. Oh, (laughs) thank you, Chris in Maine. He just subscribed uh, now for nine months, and you're on an eight-month streak. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Holy shit. That is uh that is telling. That's a fantastic story. And hats off to the people at uh who blew the whistle. You guys are great at the TV station. I'm not sure who um who who actually did it. Now the reporter, the person who reported on this was Luke Steyer. and I love that guy. Um and I can't say for sure that um I mean, I don't know what his, uh, Philly, he might he might've just had to report on it, but Luke Steyer is, is just fantastic. I love that guy. All right. A lot going on on this edition of the Eric Zane show podcast. Uh, another reminder, if you are enjoying the free podcast, try Patreon for seven days. And for this reason alone, two reasons, uh, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast So much fun in front of a live audience and three reasons, many reasons, more than tons of reasons. The content that is going out today, you're going to want to take a listen to that would be the Ben and Eric, Patreon podcast, audio podcast, and the, who are these free beers? I think we went 40, 45 minutes breaking down the soon to be famous, um, candle recall discussion. So many, uh, things to park on in this, uh, in this portion of the Patreon that on that show, and you can listen to it for free. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Thank you to Sarah Honda Granville, S E R R A Sarah Honda Granville online at Sarah Honda test drive a brand new Honda today at Sarah. They're awesome. You will uh, be so excited about it when you test drive a brand new Honda today. All I'm suggesting is that if you're in the market for a new car, head over to Sarah Honda Granville. They are Michigan's number one Honda volume dealer. Now, if a brand new car isn't something you're interested in, they have Michigan's largest lot of certified pre-owned vehicles. Oh, my God. Everything under the sun. These vehicles are a year, two, sometimes three years old, and they're like new. They're still under warranty. Fantastic vehicles that will run forever. If you're, um, looking for just a pile of shit in the back, like behind the buildings where the overgrowth of trees and weeds are is the budget row. So, uh, this is perfect for former Zaniacs. All right. They'll, uh, borrow money from like, um, you know, maybe like a cash advance store, or perhaps they'll sell some drugs or borrow from their kids to scrape together a few uh, a few nickels and dimes to buy what is like new to them, a budget car. You can even get those at Sarah Honda Granville. Thank you to Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider for the Eric Zane Show podcast. Now, here's how this works. If you have a business, or let's say maybe just your personal computer at home, and it, it goes to shit. This is who you need to call. Blue Frost IT, to help your tech, whether at home or at work. 616-285-50. Keep it in tip-top running shape. If you're looking to upgrade at your business, like your stuff's just too old, if you just decide to go to the store and start buying new equipment off the shelf, uh, that's a problem. You could buy too much, too little, something wrong. Buy something wrong. I mean, sit down for a 30-minute complimentary consultation with... Uh, Alan from Blue Frost IT and find out what exactly you need to make your business home. That's what he did for me. That's how I got this tech to be able to do this show. Blue Frost IT online at bluefrostit.com and 616 200 8550. Mention your old pal EZ when you call. Father's Day races on Saturday. I know Father's Day is Sunday, but you got races Saturday at Berlin Raceway. Uh, get tickets, berlinraceway.com. Frankie Muniz is in town. He drives for the Arca Series. The Arca Series heads to Berlin Raceway. You're going to love this. 20 bucks a pop for a ticket when you buy it at berlinraceway.com. 15 and under free, parking free. Bring a cooler with all your snacks. No glass, no booze. They got a great setup there under the grandstand with fantastic concession stands and the lowest prices for concessions you will find anywhere. Berlin Raceway is absolutely number one for entertainment. BerlinRaceway.com Hey, what's up? It's your pal EZ with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh, my gosh. Smart Lock 2K Cam and Doorbell 3-in-1 Triple Security. You got everything in one device, all right? Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app, that it's going to work okay, and that app, and oh my God, this is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys, and you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes, they walk up to the door, they punch it in, the door unlocks, in they go Powered for a long, long time. No monthly fee on this, unlike other brands that do that. They just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee. I love the Eufy Video Lock. Get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. E-U-F-Y official.com slash video lock. All right. If it wasn't bad enough. I mean when it, when you think of Penn State University. What's the first thing most people think of? Jerry Sandusky. They've tried to put so much distance. The only thing that will help is time. 150 years from now they'll still be talking About the assistant football coach who had a uh, basically a ring of children, he created a charity to actually be close to children so that he could have sex with them. One of the most heinous criminal enterprises that's ever existed under the uh, guise of football and charity. Uh, It was just—it was such a scandal. It was unbelievable the uh, scope of that scandal. Well, move over, Jerry Sandusky. Themis Matsoukis. Sounds like a Greek name. Th- Themis, T H E M I S, Matsoukis. I don't know if that's Greek or not. This is Themis Matsoukis. He is a professor, or he was a professor. At Penn State University. Here's how this has unfolded. For the past several years. Authorities have been on the lookout. Trying to find. This is going to upset some of you. Just a warning. It isn't It isn't uh, harming a child. It's harming a dog. Uh, this guy. This Demis Matsoukas. Is, uh, is in big, big trouble. Years ago some conservation officers noticed they got a report that on a trail cam, which by the way, you can't go anywhere without being on camera. A guy wearing a ski mask, a long sleeve shirt, no pants, like his dick hanging out, socks and boots was walking through a remote section of woods in this area of Pennsylvania. I just drove through this area last weekend. It's, it's really fucking incredible amount of wilderness. He's walking through this state game area, has no idea he's on camera. He's walking his dog, his collie. And then he starts to feverishly pound his pud, on the and and they can see him doing it on the camera. He doesn't know he's being recorded and then he has sex with the dog. And they're like, "What the fuck?" Okay. Now over a period they're like, "How do, what are we going to do to track this guy down? Holy shit, we got to figure this out." Um I'll get to the more thorough details as to how they um uh, how they trapped this guy, but this went on for a long period of time. They're seeing this guy have sex with dogs. Cole writes, what style sex? You fucking asshole. Oh my God. Uh, An award-winning Penn State professor has been arrested in a sickening bestiality case involving his pet collie. Rangers knocked on the door. And he, after he realized that he's been caught, he begged the rangers to shoot him, telling them, I need to die. Themis Matsoukas, 64, became nervous and then began to panic when officials from Pennsylvania Department of Conservation and Natural Resources showed up on his doorstep earlier this month to search his home after he was allegedly caught on the trail cam performing sex acts with his dog. Quote, I'm done. I'm dead. You don't understand. I do it to blow off steam. (laughs) What? Yeah, you know, some people might travel. Some people might get some exercise. Go out for a nice meal with the wife, maybe party a little on a boat, lose your keys, that that old type of thing. Alright, you know, fuck your dog. <laughs> Matt Saukis is a well regarded chemistry engineering professor, was quoted as telling the Rangers according to an affidavit according to an affidavit cited by the news outlet WTAJ. He then reportedly begged the conservation officers executing the search warrant to kill him. What do I have to do to get you to shoot me? I need to die. Matt pleaded. Here's another image of him that looks a little bit more creepy. Look at that. that now that's the face of a guy who's getting ready to put his dog in it, his dick in a dog's butthole. Ugh. Um... This is, this is where it went down. Look at Roth Rock. Roth Rock State Forest. Matt Soukis was arraigned Tuesday of this week on charges of open lewdness, indecent exposure, sexual intercourse with an animal, and animal cruelty. The professor's dramatic fall from grace came nearly two months after the trail camera installed. Oh, boy. I thought that they had been investigating this guy for years. I guess I got that wrong. It was two months. After it captured him on the night of April 13th, walking naked from the waist down with his dog. Ski mask, boots, socks, wristwatch, carrying a North Face backpack. Seen beaten off near the women's public restroom before having sex with the dog. He then tried to record his antics with the collie using an iPad. Oh no. So he's like setting it up, leaning it against the tree trying to see if it reverses it so he can picture him, so he can see himself in the shot, taking the dog to pound town. Ugh. The investigators obtained six images from other trail cameras. No, I was right. It says uh, six images from other trail cameras dating back to 2014. So nine years he's been taking this dog to pound town. Well, it, it doesn't say that. It just says appear to be the same man wandering through the woods naked. Last month, Rangers spotted the familiar visitor with a North Face backpack on one of the trail cameras and tracked him back to his vehicle. All right, we know what he looks like. Let's go to the other cameras. And they're like, okay, all right. And they, they found a that he was in a Subaru Outback. They then were able to do more legwork and determine the license plate number and were able to match his DMV photo to the other images of the nude man in the woods. The probe culminated in the search of Matsoukas' home, during which Rangers reportedly seized several items that were seen on the trail cam, including the ski mask, the North Face backpack, and the iPad. The collie that was getting uh, molested matched the dog in the trail cam footage. He's been working at Penn State since 1991. Earning at least three professional accolades, including the 2017 Premier Teaching Award. My God. He's been relieved of his duties, of his responsibilities, and is on leave. He's due back in court on July 19th. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Jerry Sandusky. Is he still alive? I think he's still alive. Jerry Sandusky is like, oh, thank God. Maybe they'll stop talking about me for a little bit. Not that anybody's been talking about Jerry Sandusky for any amount of time recently, but wow, this is, this is rough. What a fucking psychopath. Kyle says out back in North face. Yeah. Fuck this guy. Cole says Penn State needs better background checks for their employees. Yeah, this guy was hiding in plain sight. There was no record on this guy, probably. This is another example of you just don't know what people are doing, what they're capable of. Badger writes, Nittany Collies. Jesus. Blow off steam by having sex with a dog oh my god i mean i i'm all for the occasional peanut butter on the dick but this is this is ridiculous kidding you're like wait a minute huh all right that's one of two stories that i want to break down with our pal rick from tc paintball the other one just in time for father's day Is the uh, story of Megan Joyce Imorovich. Imorovich. Yes, that's it. Megan Joyce Imorovich. She was getting ready to go to her 18th birthday party. She's going to hang out with her pals. They're going to do 18-year-old girl stuff. Girls' day out, girls' night out, 18 years old, turning 18, she's so happy, and then dad has to apparently drive her to where she needs to go. I don't know why that is. I don't know why she doesn't just drive herself, but who knows. Let's not get bogged down in the details. By the way, Brandis says moving on yet. Yes, we have a different story now. We are done talking about the guy who had sex with dogs. The sweet little 18-year-old, here she is. This is a mug shot, and it looks like she's got some type of black eye or something. I don't know. Maybe that's a birthmark. Well, dad drank too much during the day, and he said, look, I'm hammered. I can't drive you. And she's like, what the fuck? We planned this. All you had to do was not be drunk. And, uh, well, he was hammered. So, he's going to sleep it off. He's on the couch. She's pissed. Now, I mean, that's that's upsetting. This was the straw that broke the camel's back. Dad is 64. So, uh, you know, a little older guy. Conrad Emorovich is laying, trying to sleep it off on the couch now she was a little bit irrational here she must have seen the film fight club remember the scene when um it was brad pitt played the one persona and then um what's the other guy's name who played the nerd who becomes the badass tim robbins what the fuck brad pitt And Leslie, Wesley, Wesley Snipes, Leslie Nielsen, Ed Norton, Brad Pitt kissed Ed Norton's hand and then put the lie on it and it, it put lips onto his hands. And you know, remember that, the, the lie, the, the poison that just destroys the skin. That's what she did except it was like times 1 million because she dumped water on his head and then dumped the lie on his face because he was hammered and couldn't take her to her 18th birthday party. Oh, shit. He was burned so badly that it killed him. His face was so chemically burned that for five months, he slowly died in a hospital. Oh, my God. Well, uh, just yesterday, she was found guilty of doing that. Guilty of domestic violence and unlawful possession or use of a harmful irritant causing death after the death of her dad, Conrad. Oh, Prosecutor said the man struggled with alcohol and that he was drunk and un- unable to drive the daughter to the, to the hair salon for an appointment before, okay, that's what it was hair salon to the appointment before her 18th birthday party. That's when the enraged daughter did where, where does one go about getting lie? Jesus. Uh, the woman, uh, she's 19 now closed her eyes and appeared to fight back tears after the verdict was read. And the judge Pulled jurors to confirm their decision. Uh, this is a tragic case, said the prosecutor. The defendant lashed out in anger and wound up killing her dad. She may faces a maximum sentence of life behind bars when she is sentenced July 25th. Boy, so we got some real uh, talent here for the asshole of the day. Megan Imorovich, the one who burnt her dad's face off because he got hammered. And the dog fucker. How about and then you got the Christian Reformed Church? They're also in the and then the Zaniacs. Now some are. Well, I would I would say right now it's between dog fucker and the lady who burnt her dad's face off. But the dog was one million percent innocent. Dad was a drunk, so he's got that going for him. You know. All right. Now, if I don't go pee, I pro- my bladder might rupture. Let's see. I'm going to see if Rick is here and then if he's here. Yeah, he's here. Okay, I'll be right back, Rick. I'm going to call you and we got to break these stories down. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Big Father's Day weekend. Happy Father's Day to the dads. Hope you know you're loved. If you have a dad who's with us, hopefully, happy Father's Day to to that dad. Okay. I think um, I should discuss this with Rick. I have a theory on Father's Day, Mother's Day. Let's bring this legend in here right now. Good morning, Eric Zane. Rick, how are you buddy not bad how are you I'm thinking about you on this big father's Day weekend man holy cow oh yeah maybe a day off for us huh yeah maybe maybe are you uh is there anything now do, does your family like surprise you is uh,
2: it, my family rarely surprises me
1: <laughs> maybe like maybe like you know uh breakfast in bed type of deal oh no none of that none of that I'm the cook okay um, I'm
2: I'm hoping for some relaxation on Sunday, and I'd like to play some golf with my son.
1: I think that's what I want to do. Would you describe yourself as a control freak?
2: Me? Yeah, of sorts. Yes, I am. To a fault, probably.
1: So if they're, like, making breakfast for you, you're going to be like, no, you're doing it wrong. No, no, not at all. So my my wife
2: is very particular about how the house is kept. I'm much more dirty than she is. I mean, I had this bachelor pad when I met her that she (laughs) systematically and, uh, uh, periodically changed to her liking. Okay. So she gets to control the state of the house. And when I'm cooking, she likes to walk around and put the things away that I'm using while
1: I'm cooking the meal. Okay. We, okay. That's excellent. That is excellent. (laughs) Now, has she ever seen your office?
2: Oh yeah. Oh, (laughs) she hates it. She hates my office. And I do too. I don't, I, it's cluttered. I mean, you've been in it. It's so bad. And like, I will get like a wild hair up my ass and just go through and clean the desk or clean one of my counters or clean an area. And then that little area is clean and I'm happy with it. And then I just systematically just start yep. piling shit up. on we, top of it again.
1: When it comes to this, we are identical. identical. Oh, really? Uh, whenever dude, you
2: walk into my office to like cut my dogs and shit, I kind of cringe a little bit. I'm oh like, no. man, I, I'm he's, very
1: he's right in my shit and he's probably judging the hell out of me. No, you. I am I am very comfortable in there because if you saw, see what you see on the screen is not what this room looks like. There is shit everywhere. I just don't put it in the shot. It's it's so bad in this studio. There's there's a pile of every every so often I'll take off my socks and start like fiddling with my toes while I'm doing the show so the so the socks are all laying there and, they, and I just leave them there <laughs> I've
2: thought before remember how Kyle used to do like the zoom so you could see him in the background and stuff where he was Yeah, I've, I've thought a few times about man I hope Zane does never want to do a zoom style because I gotta like get like a fake background or some shit so yeah. people don't see my clutter
1: well you can actually um, on zoom there's a very simple setting you can it, it'll it blur your background oh is that right yeah so it 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 no one can tell how fucked up it is
2: all right so we uh that's made for us then that's oh uh, yeah i mean that means we have people just like us out there that's good
1: i mean even you describing the wild hair clean one area and then it systematically starts to fall apart again it's it I oh my god it's like you're describing me you know, I feel like we're using the term systematically a lot today. Are we? Have we both been stealing each other's systematically usage? Yeah,
2: I think I think we're going to set a record for how many times systematically is said on your podcast.
1: If we kept those records, you're probably right. You're probably right.
2: You have to get your crack staff
1: on it. Uh huh. Absolutely. Okay. Um, the first thing I want to get into. Did you see the details of the horrible Penn State uh, professor? begging the conservation officers to shoot him when he realized he was caught on camera having sex with the dog.
2: You know, we're all a little crazy. I think we all have some shit in our in our past or in our psyche that we don't want other people to know about. But that kind of goes another level. And you know what the 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 weirdest or or grossest or or the thing that puts it over the top for me is the fucking ski mask. To do <laughs> walking around the woods with no pants on and a ski mask. Okay, and then one more thing. The iPad. Are you kidding me?
1: Oh. God.
2: And the- I, I I mean, okay, so sex drives us all crazy, right? I mean, sex is an industry. Sex sells. Um pe- when people don't get sex, they go kind of nuts. Yeah. But I mean, your dog? Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. Uh, maybe the dog liked it. I don't know. I don't
1: oh, know. Yeah. what? Well, that's the only hope we can just hope that the dog was like, man, I can't wait to get back out in the woods.
2: Okay. So, so
1: dude was walking
2: around nine years ago. That's when they started seeing the images on the, on the cameras. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they've been, you know, kind of looking for this guy for nine years. So he's been doing it for nine years. Dogs. Like what kind of dog is it? Was it the same dog? The first time he was out there, was it a puppy and he carried it out there in his arms? Right. Like, I need to know a little yeah. bit more about the dog.
1: Yeah, this is this is rough. I need, you know and then I ultimately the dog uh probably is um you know put uh, rehomed I guess. But how'd you like to be uh the one getting the dog that's got like man dick in it every hour of the day it seems. Oh yeah, here let me adopt that dog that was getting man dick. That that's rough.
2: Yeah. Oh man, you know I I I love dogs. I own I have two dogs. I'll continue to have dogs for a long time and there's not one time that i looked at my dog and got turned on no like i just i don't understand that i, I don't, don't get either. it
1: i think i'd be more likely to have sex with a baby <laughs> all right i think i'm out <laughs> uh, how'd you like to be the um uh, uh, what do you call it? The workers, the conservation officers—they have to watch that shit. They have to see. Well, it. I
2: was thinking about that too. So I was kind of picturing like what the conversation was in the office. Like somebody comes in and they're like, "Hey, we got him. We got him." <laughs> and then were they like drawing straws to figure out who got to go serve the papers to him?
1: Oh my God! Yeah. And then the guy, the guys like shoot me, shoot me, shoot me. If the guy really wanted them to shoot him, he should have like made a move for the dude's gun. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, the dude just obviously hated himself, right? Can you imagine being that? I mean, we've all we've all done shit in our past that, you know, when you do it, you feel bad about it. I'm not talking about anything like this. But we've all had that remorse later on. This dude's got such a high level of remorse, he's not going to last much longer. Like, he no. does not want that shit to get out. He doesn't want his coworkers to know. He doesn't want his family to know. I mean, uh, what a what a thing to anticipate.
1: You know, isn't it crazy that 30 seconds before there was that knock at the door, Everything was great in his world. He was happy. No, it wasn't. No, you it know. wasn't. You no, know? no. He hated himself.
2: He knew what he was doing. He knew this shit was wrong, and he hated himself. So I don't think it was all. I don't think it was all. All okay at that point.
1: Uh, now moving on. Um, you have one daughter. Yes. Yes. Does she ever get frustrated with you over something? Maybe a decision you make or uh, a a a rule in the house that she has to obey. Oh yeah, all of the above. Have you ever let her down somehow? Maybe you promised something and you couldn't get it done the way you anticipated or, you know. 100%. Okay. So, you know, dad, and then she, you know, maybe pout a little bit?
2: Yeah, pout or, you know, throw a fit, cry, even maybe, you know, hit me. Oh, you mean lie?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, How about put water on your face and then uh, cover your face and lie? Oh, my goodness. Like, talk about anger issues. Oh, shit. I mean, where do you get lie from? That's I didn't. I don't know. Buy at the store. I (laughs) I, I'm not sure. I've never, I've never investigated this. I need, I need to know more, but I'm afraid to even think about it.
2: She's what a giant mistake. But I mean, okay. So people were talking about in the comments about, um, you know, which one's worse, the dude with the dog or this chick. And it's like, you know, I'm, I'm teen human for sure. Right. And I love dogs, but I don't put that anywhere near this chick pouring lie on dude's head while he's sleeping. I mean, you're trying to murder
1: him, yeah, and she eventually and, and he did die, so she's being held she's she's responsible for his death, and that's her dad well,
2: yeah, I mean, it's her fucking dad, yeah, that's uh I mean, there's a you know, we could go on and on about you know the raising kids these days and mistakes that are being made and shit, but I mean Wow, you know, I mean, you got to be—you got to be a special kind of screwed up to, you know, dump lie on right. a sleeping man's head, right. no matter how how bad he pissed you off or disappointed you. You know, there's there was a mistake along the way as far as the upbringing upbringing goes, in my opinion.
1: You know, it's remarkable. Um, I our our parents get a lot of grief about the way they parented, but I don't know. It it might have been pretty effective.
2: No, yeah. I mean, I I, I never had any thoughts about dumping lie on my dad's head. And he pissed me off when I was a kid. I mean, all dads do, right? So, I don't know. I, I got physical discipline when I was growing up. I believe in physical discipline. And I don't think, you know, from my perspective, the world was a different place back then. And uh. these type of things weren't as common, I don't think.
1: No, no. But,
2: but what did, Okay, so that article never said, like, what he died from. Was it just the burns on the skin? Or did it get in his eyes? Like, what what really killed him?
1: Boy, that's a great question. It just, it just said he succumbed five months into it.
2: That's some pretty nasty burns, if that's what that was. Can you imagine?
1: Yeah, no. You know the, how, how deep that went in? It probably, like, went all the way. It burned the skin off and was starting to burn his skull. Was it like Raiders of the Lost Ark and his face was just melting? Oh, my God. Jesus. I wish there was video. That's the second thing I've said that caused no reaction from you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, All right. So uh, uh, TC paintball, everything good. I see little league. Is that, that, that's a, that's a top priority. Yes. Oh,
2: for sure. Yeah. Little league is so much fun seeing these kids and maybe they're kids that don't, uh, you know, that don't, flourish in your traditional sports, maybe not the biggest or fastest or whatever, but I mean, you, uh, you take the, 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 the set that you need to be successful on the paintball field, you know, communication and, uh, you know, maybe a little bit of aggression and some strategy and you see these kids start to flock to it. And then you see them kind of develop into that, man. It's so cool.
1: I got to get my grandkids into that because they're not really into traditional sports. Um, and, but they, they love playing, you know, and I, I think that they would like that. You know, I bet they love video
2: games, right? I think so.
1: I'm pretty you've sure done it.
2: you've done it a bunch of times. You've done it, you know, 20, 25 times now. So, I mean, it is a real life video game. These kids, I tell you what, these kids, I mean, it's little boys, it's little girls. They come out, they're a little bit apprehensive the first time or two that they play. But once they find just a little bit of success on the field, once they're able to shoot yeah. you know, one of these other guys, I mean, they just, their confidence just goes through the roof, the smiles on their faces, bring them out some Wednesday. You don't even have to play. Just bring them out and watch and you know, watch these kids interact with each other. It's a, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool thing.
1: Okay, happy Father's Day to Rick, and uh, hey, thanks for the time as always.
2: Yeah, thank you. Um, I'm looking at a day, and summer's busy, but I'm looking at like maybe mid-August. I'll send you a, uh, I'll send you a day that we'll try to plan that next one. And uh, happy Father's Day to you and to everybody else in the audience. You're the man. Thank you, Rick. See you, bye.
1: Rick from TC Paintball joining us as always. Oops. Joining us as always. Great fun. I'm turning knobs that shouldn't be turned. What the fuck is wrong with me? Holy shit. Oh, my God. Trigger time with Rick. Thank you to the Kent County Health Department. If you need info on the WIC program, if you need info on getting immunizations for the little ones, personal health services, they have it all for you at 616-632-7200. Thank you to them for being part of the show. You can also access them at their website, accesskent.com slash health. Accesskent.com slash health. We heard from Rick. You heard it. T.C. Paintball. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. So thankful that they are a partner here on the show. And uh, there you go. Mid-August. You can count on that. We'll be back at it for another fun event at T.C. Paintball. Uh, Former NFL player. Antonio Brown another example of how everything he touches turns to shit this is true my god um i can't even explain to you all the drama i can't even catalog all of it when he played in the nfl i remember there was the uh short stint with the raiders and then over to the Patriots because of Tom Brady. He so, said, Yeah, and then that didn't last long. And then he went to Tampa, where he did okay for a little while. And then he ends up flaming out on the field, takes off his jersey, runs off like an asshole. Well, the latest thing. He sees slowly progressing down, downward, you know? Um uh, it it's it's looks like my career. Uh Antonio Brown uh purchased a uh arena football team, the Albany, New York Empire. The National Arena League. So, you know, the way these arena teams um, operate, knowing what I know from working with the one here in West Michigan, is you've got like um, a handful of people that run the team. It's usually pretty much a bare bones operation. And every person does a ton of jobs in order to make things go. The players are paid very little. They're usually just people who just love to play football who probably have no chance um, of ever even making it in like the Canadian league, but they've got abilities, you know, here in West Michigan, the uh, arena football team that I work for, they do very well because we have an abundance of um, programs, high school and college that uh, great players emerge from. So they do great. And, uh, so these teams don't have, they, they have, uh, you know, bare bones operation and, uh, players don't make anything. The fans, it's great for the fans arena football because it's great action. It really is. It's a lot of fun. Any arena league game doesn't matter what the league is. Doesn't matter what the team is. It's fun. Very fast paced game. Uh, the tickets are cheap. The beer is cold. The beer is cheap. The concessions are cheap. Uh, it it doesn't cost much to be a uh, fan of the team. And, you know, it's something that the local community kind of can hang, uh, hang their hats on. Albany is a pretty typical community of an arena league team. Mid-sized town, blue collar, shit like that. And, uh, it's something the locals love. Well, Antonio Brown buys the fucking Albany Empire and almost immediately... Begins fucking it up. I'm gonna start. I'm just gonna uh, cherry pick right off of the article. It all started three months ago, and now after three months, the actual league has terminated them, and they are no longer part of the league. Like they're still a team, but they don't have a league anymore. They don't have anybody to play because Antonio Brown fucked everything up. For these poor people. My God. The league took the uh, drastic measure after Brown refused to pay money that he owed the league. Each team has to pay a, um, a fee each month to be part of the league, I guess. And that helps operations. I don't know. Nobody's getting re- uh, rich in the arena league, in any arena league. It's all about just people who like to play football. After exhausting all avenues, the National Arena League Board of Owners have decided unanimously to terminate the membership agreement of the Albany Empire. Now, this team, the Albany Empire, was um, had won the last two championships in this league. You know? And now they're out of the league after three short months. What a fucking fall from grace. The decision was reached after an emergency conference call to the members in good standing to discuss the Empire's failure to pay their league-mandated and overdue assessments. They call them assessments. Each monthly uh, fee that you pay is an assessment. There are seven teams in the league, and each team is responsible for paying one-seventh of the league's operating budget. Travel, scheduling, things like that. Logistics, it costs money to employ people to do that. Uh, Each team has to pay one-seventh because there's seven teams. Not only did Brown fall behind by two payments, but he refused to pay up after he was hit with a $1,000 fine when he made shitty comments about the league. After acquiring the Albany Empire, new team owner Antonio Brown, this is a quote, paid the Empire's April assessment. The team then failed to make their May assessment. And then they went and canceled the payment of their April assessment. Brown's accountant told the league that uh, Brown wouldn't end up paying what was owed. At that point, the league gave Brown until noon yesterday to make the payment. When When it didn't show up, They said, well, you can't play here. You're out. We're now down to six teams. Oh, my God. This is a, 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 if you can't even run a fucking arena team, and I mean, this guy made $80 million during his 12-year career. I I, I doubt he has anything more than a a fraction of that money remaining. Doesn't seem like the uh, sharpest uh, pencil in the box. According to multiple it says that when he bought the team in March trouble started almost immediately. Players and staff weren't being paid as recently as late April. And the team's former coach Damon Ware ended up leaving the empire because he wasn't being paid. The team claims that the missed payments were due to a change in payroll processors. Oh yeah, you'll get it. We're just it's new software. Of course, there's no way to know if that excuse is true because Brown has a long history of re- refusing to pay people. In April, he was sued by a jeweler who claimed that Brown owes him more than a million dollars. Brown was sued by his marketing company for $2.4 million. He's also accused of trying to rip off a music promoter to the tune of $500,000. I remember there was a story. He had a party and it was catered. and He didn't even pay the fucking caterer. Uh, According to this story, the takeaway here is if Antonio Brown owes you money, you are not going to see it. As for the Empire, the team has suffered a total collapse under Brown. Uh, As I indicated, they won the last two titles. They will not be going for a third because they were kicked out of the league. At one point, Brown said he was going to suit up and play in a game for Albany, but that never ended up happening. Holy shit. What the fuck? Where do you go when you can't even make, uh, keep, take care of your Arena League football team? Jesus. Kyle says, what a piece of crap. Wonder where he went to school. (laughs) Yeah, Central Michigan University. Kyle adds, people from there must all be horrible. It's true. The place is a fucking shithole. Don't don't be don't be uh, convinced. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. You got to be a fucking moron to not get into that college. I had to take my uh, ACT. I've told this story before. I got in because I scored a 17 on my ACT. That's shit. Kyle said, I thought he went to MSU, but this also works. Cole adds, I heard that they have a good girls hockey club. Tyler says, you get a 17 for putting your name on the test, LOL. Kyle says, I got an 18. Boom, Ferris grad. Bummer if uh, Central Michigan University reaches out to your old pal EZ and says, Hey, uh, we would like to advertise in the podcast. Fuck. I will delete this episode or cut this part out of it. Wow. What a fall from grace. What a fucking loser. This guy was viewed as uh, the best receiver in the NFL. The best. For for a period of time when he was with Pittsburgh, what a fucking idiot! You know he's got CTE or something like that. That's the only way to explain this lunatic's brain. Holy shit! Uh, this guy used to be an asshole. Now he's like a a good dude. Uh, Dion Sanders. He eventually grew up. Um, prime time. I'll say this about Sanders this is uh one of the greatest football players to ever play the game um it's like there it am I take it back one of the greatest athletes to ever exist in the United States um no one faster terrific baseball player terrific football player could play uh I mean defensively he was I mean an absolute shutdown cornerback. He returned kicks better than anybody when they worked him into the office, offense, he was office. Offense, he was great. Uh kind of an ass when he was young, but I think he grew out of that and now he's a terrific coach. He was in charge of one of those historically black college programs, uh might have been Jackson State, I forget which one, but uh he resurrected that program. The players loved him and then he uh he just got a job at Colorado, a gigantic program, you know, and, uh, this is his first year now in the past year or two, he's had problems with his fucking foot. And I don't know what the deal is. It's just every time I turn around, they're hacking off another toe. And, um, I think I, I, last I read, he had put that in the rearview mirror and it was recovering, but now it's fucked up again. This makes me sad. Uh, someone pointed pointed out, what about Bo Jackson? Oh, well, he's in a different class. Bo Jackson and Deion Sanders, two very different players. Bo Jackson, you're right. I mean, Je- Sanders was unbelievable. Uh, Jackson, superhuman. injury Uh, ended his career early. But my God, what a beast. If you watch some of his um, runs when he was playing with the Raiders, what, what a tyrant. And then when he was playing baseball in the outfield, there's the one play when he catches the ball and he's got so much force as he's running, he gets to the wall and he has so much momentum that he runs up the wall, he actually defies gravity. Let me get that clip for you. This is what this is what I'm talking about. He's played in the outfield for the Kansas City Royals. Audio check, video check. Orselak licks that one to left center field. Ball on the charge. Ball is there. Yo, come on, run that ball. <laughs> he run how do you how the fuck is that even possible? That's like a nine foot wall, and he runs along the top of it. Talent. Orselak licks that one to left center field. Ball on the charge. Ball is there. Ye- look at how look at how high up he is on that wall. Oh my God! <laughs> Here's the instant replay. Get up that wall, Bo knows exactly what he's doing. Boom, Spider-Man. boom! Oh my God! One, two, three, four, four steps. Oh, I love it. They show it on the big screen. Listen to the crowd. That's that's so intense. Holy shit. That's like the, the the greatest feat you will ever see in sports. Wow. I'm getting some accusations that he took steroids. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't care. Doesn't matter. He's defying gravity. Albert Einstein is saying, everything's out the window. Everything I said was wrong. Jesus. Man. All right. Well, anyway, Sanders is fucked. Now they're talking. Look at this. Look at this picture of him in the hospital. His hair's falling out. He's got a silver beard. Uh, His foot is in bad shape and they may be cutting it off or his leg. Sanders shared a video from a recent visit with doctors where he revealed he's dealing with a serious foot issue. During that video, Sanders said he no longer has any feeling on the bottom of the foot where he previously had the two toes amputated. At one point in the video, one of the doctors pointed out there is a chance that he could lose another toe or even the entire foot. If he doesn't get the right level of treatment. Uh, Let's see. I think I'll leave him. Play this video of him.
3: That's what we're here. Um, And and it's all, do you have any pain up here? Or is it all?
1: I think you want to see it, right?
2: That's why we're (laughs) here. And and it's all, do you have any paint up here? Or is it all down here? Yeah, it does. like, Like when I'm wearing shoes all day, that irritates the shoe. And it, it's hitting across there. It yeah. Sends the pain to me. And so the pain here, and you were saying last time that 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 was really yeah. flare too. All definitely. I don't think I think it's dislocated. The risk of doing something here and having a problem similar to what you had before, mm-hmm.
1: or worse, was too high. They checked the blood pressure in your ankle and compared it to the breath, blood pressure in your arm, and that was one. So 100. All All right. This is boring. Anyway, dude's fucked. Hope he's okay. I like Dion. I didn't like him when he played, but I like him now. He kind of grew up, you know? Makes you wonder if Antonio Brown will ever have that type of uh, turn. I doubt it. I seriously doubt it. Okay, we're moving on. Uh, A West Michigan content creator is in the news. And this is simultaneously (sighs) annoying and interesting... Kind of. I mean, I don't know if it's interesting to me. It's annoying because... uh, The level of the content this guy is, is, is making. And everybody loves it. He posts these short videos of himself building a sandwich. And he's a nerd. He loves Star Wars and Dungeons and Dragons and stupid shit like that. And he rolls a 20 sided dice or die, 20 sided die. And, and based on what like it comes up, that's what he puts on the sandwich. So he has 20 different choices for like bread. He rolls the stupid die. And he goes, Oh, okay. Uh, the bread is going to be pancakes. Okay. The cheese, he rolls a dumb die again and uh, provolone. And then he builds a fucking sandwich. It's a two and a half, three minute video. And then he heats it up and eats it. And 2 million people are like, ah, ha, ha, yeah, oh my God. And this guy's making like hundreds of thousands of dollars on his roll for sandwich videos. 2 million dumb fucks follow this whale on TikTok, and 20,000 follow him on Instagram. He has sponsors. Uh this Dano's seasoning or some shit. Chris says content. The world is stupid. Yeah, I know. I know. I can't, you know, I don't want to sit there and poo poo this. I mean, I can sit there and be pissed off all I want. And I can make fun of this guy all I want. But it's remarkable what people are able to pull off. This is, this is why, you know, you can have some guy like this. Who's just rolling a die and making a sandwich and more people are going to pay attention to him than an old fucking idiot. Like me, who just sits there and babbles on and tries to do something interesting. It's very frustrating. Very, very frustrating. I'm not saying this dude doesn't work. He works because he's got to put these videos together and that, that doesn't happen like on its own. I give him credit for making something out of nothing. I can't say that. I mean, I had a, a radio show to help me before I started getting into this realm. And and I mean, if I started this without the radio show, nobody would give a fuck about me. Hell, there's only it's not it's barely three dozen people that are enjoying this fucking right now.
3: All right, this is what this dude does. Good afternoon DD TikTok and beyond And welcome to Roll for Sandwich The series where I let fate decide my lunch Let's go To celebrate the release of Dano's new Cheesening This is going to be a grilled cheese special Some of our roll lists will look a little bit different And there will be melted cheese 100% guaranteed Cheese so, That's it
1: He very simply just holds this
3: seasoning up And this guy probably pays him $100,000 Seasoning is a Parmesan cheese and Italian herb seasoning That goes great on pizza, pasta and more Head to danoseasoning.com to snag some for yourself. Now buckle up because it's about to get cheesy. Let's start things off with our bread roll. One look, he's even
1: got the uh the, the rolling toy that these nerds have.
3: Elephant ear. If you're not familiar elephant ear here an elephant ear is a fried piece of dough covered in cinnamon and sugar that is commonly available at carnivals and fairs in the summertime here in the united states i was at one such carnival yesterday and could not resist picking one up for the show so i'm glad i rolled it next up let's roll 2d12 for cheese three provolone and six munster these two cheeses should have complementary flavor oh. profiles and both melt decently nothing particularly funky here and they're mellow uh,
1: it should be like jizz one of the no, choices you know it, d- hot diarrhea you know wild card cinnamon and sugar should work
3: now we're gonna hit it with our. yeah guy has to actually take a shit on the on the sandwich jano's cheesening cantrip unfortunately it may clash with the cinnamon and sugar but that is the conceit of this special if it doesn't work we'll have a couple more chances in following episodes all right, now let's roll two d20s for add-ins. One marshmallows and ten dried figs. Come on. Oh, well, we're just going for a full-blown sweet sandwich, you asshole. Which is honestly the best you could hope for with elephant ears as bread. It's just a little bit awkward when it's a sponsored video with a savory spice mix. But uh, they've seen this show before. They, they know what's up. All right, and not least or last, here's the d20 sauce roll. Nat 20, dealer's choice. All right. Well, I think we're so close to a fully dessert sandwich. I'm going to have to go with Nutella. This chocolate hazelnut spread should go well with 95% of this sandwich. I mean, really? Okay.
1: Now, look, you, may, you can sit there and we can dog this guy all we want. But I feel compelled to watch this to the end. I, I have to. And th- he solved the riddle. He, he's figured it out. This is the secret sauce. Not, the, like not the Nutella.
3: S'more grilled cheese. All right, let's go ahead and get it closed up before we move on to our final roll. Let's roll for how to cook this bad boy. Three, waffle maker. My waffle maker is... Okay, wait till you see this dude's waffle maker is not the most ideal waffle maker to use in this scenario. It's a
1: Millennium Falcon. Because look. A Millennium Falcon
3: waffle maker. All right. We'll butter up our hot waffle maker here and let's toss on our sandwich. And we'll close it the best we can because this was not made for this. (laughs) All right. And a few minutes have gone by and we've got a nice melted cheese and decently melted marshmallows. It smells really good. It looks like dessert. Let's give it a taste. Uh, Yeah, I I hate watching people eat That's pretty good That cinnamon comes through quite a bit actually There is that stray little bit of Italian herb Every once in a while But no, this is pretty bomb Like one of those wild fair food concoctions Well, this is not how I thought the first one of these grilled cheese videos Was going to go
1: He should do another video about what his shits look like
3: Oh, but I'll take it Definitely tasty, I'm going to give this one a 9.6 And I'm going to call it the elephant in the room I hope you all have a great day. Come back Friday for a regular episode and stay tuned for part two of the grilled cheese special. Good afternoon.
1: All right. Well, anyway, uh, he's from here and, uh, he was featured on the news. I wanted to get the, um, clip of him actually talking, but it's, it's not, it's not behaving the way it should, but, oh God. It's it's good and it's frustrating at the same time. That he can uh have 2 million pe- I just hit 1000 followers on Twitter or on a uh, Twitch and I'm like it took it was like pulling teeth to get that. Pulling teeth. He is so much better than I am and all he just all he just does all he does is is random shit, makes a sandwich and eats it. Jimmy writes this guy will be uh <laughs> this guy will be dead soon. <laughs> oh shit. All right, good for him. Um hang on, I'm fucking shit up here. <laughs> Content creator, Dad gets face melted off. Okay. Advertise on the Eric Zane Show podcast, just like that guy's spice sponsor by reaching out to me, Eric at EricZaneshow.com. Uh explain everything every step of the way when you reach out, Eric at show.com Thank you so much. Off we go. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV six one six-five three two sixty six hundred If you need your cars repaired, this is where you take it. For something as simple as an oil change, wheel alignment, whatever it may be, or something more serious, maybe it's a pressing issue that's keeping you from actually driving the car, Irvine's can help you every step of the way. ERVines.com. That's ERVines.com. Amazing. Uh, cavalcade of google reviews available for you to check out on their website irvines.com irvines auto repair grand rapids hybrid and ev call them mention my name at 616-532-6600 thank you to a and e heating and cooling joe martinez 616-516-8579 the uh $79 ac tune-up is what we're talking about here uh, it has been very cool lately, but on Sunday it's gonna start to heat up again here in West Michigan. We'll have uh, mid to upper 80s for most of next week. AC will be running. get that thing tuned up and cleaned 85 79 if you're like, well you know I've never done this. well you are a prime candidate for a breakdown of your AC unit. It's like help me. It needs to be cleaned. it needs to be tuned. 616. 616- for A&E Heating and Cooling. Uh, Baseball player Trevor Bauer is in trouble. Uh, I think every time we have turned around in the past short while, there's been a new accusation of him beating the shit out of chicks. Trevor Bauer. Uh, Chris adds, I would say make a slaughter the Turks cooking channel, but that night, but that might not go over well. That's true. Before I get to Trevor Bauer, Rakeem writes, what about this indictment that Donald Trump is going through? The news has been talking about it for the last three or four weeks now. What are these 37 charges that they're accusing him of? I know it's about some documents, but what's the point of it? Are you serious? How can you be that out of the loop? Rakeem. He left the White House. He took uh, things that aren't his. Boxes of top secret documents that he should not have in his possession. He's a private citizen. So the Justice Department found out about it. And they said, hey, you got to give those back. And he said, no. These are top secret uh, bits of information about like uh, nuclear information how we uh, deploy the uh, various military aspects top secret stuff that should not be shared with anyone let alone sitting in a hallway and a bathroom of some assholes private residence where anybody could get access to them and sell them off to uh another rogue nation that's what's up all right trevor bauer Yeah, I just started following this. This is a fourth woman who's uh, accused former baseball pitcher Trevor Bauer of sexual assault. I think the league finally got fed up with him and said, okay, you've beaten up enough women. You're out of the game. I can't say for sure if that's how he got kicked out of the game. I mean, God knows that's like one of the worst things you can do. And they'll give you several chances in sports in the modern day. Just don't gamble, right? Uh, Bauer has countersued the woman for fraud saying she is attempting to harass and extort money from him in the wake of similar allegations made by three other women in an amended complaint filed Tuesday. The woman said she had an unplanned pregnancy after Bauer violently sexually assaulted her. So basically she's saying he raped her and got her pregnant in December of twenty. Bauer's attorneys in court filings describe this as a single sexual encounter that was consensual. Here we go again, this story again. Is it consensual? Is it not consensual? You know, if I was a single superstar athlete having lots of sex with random chicks, uh, there would be a um, series of steps before I had sex with anyone that would have to be satisfied before I would agree to put my ding dong where the babies fly out of. You would have to say on a video that, hello, my name is, and I am from, and I am getting ready to have sex with Eric Zane. I am here, uh, at my own free will. And, I am not being coerced or doing anything that I don't want to do. I just want to have sex with Eric Zane. And then, you know, that would separate the wheat. Why do they say it? Wheat from the chaff? Is there wheat from the shaft? Wheat from the chaff, right? Because if she's like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to go on record and saying that. Say, well, I, I thank you. Thank you for uh, uh, hanging out with me. And, um, I hope you enjoyed the dinner and, um, but we have to part ways because, uh, I don't trust you. That's the only way I would do that because now I, do I think that Trevor Bauer actually assaulted these chicks? Yeah. I, I absolutely believe that. Um, I mean, when have we ever, I mean, I'm sure it's happened, but when has an athlete ever been accused of something and then it's actually just an extortion attempt? You know, I take that back. If I looked it up, I bet you I could find uh, numerous examples of that. But there, there's been enough examples of that that people would probably be not convinced just by a woman accusing a dude that they did something terrible. You know, and that's that's sad, really. Uh, the woman whom ESPN has chosen not to name stated in her initial complaint that she had visited Bauer at his home in Arizona several times before the assault. During those earlier visits, he held a jagged steak knife to her throat and choked her several times. According to the complaint, she accused Bauer of forcibly removing her clothes, sexually assaulting her, and slapping her on December 13, 2020, before he used her butterfly braids as a rope to choke me unconscious with my hair. Oh, my God. In the amended complaint, her atone, attorney stated that the assault, assault resulted in an unplanned pregnancy. Uh, the woman also said in the amended complaint that Bauer instructed that she should not keep any records about what had occurred, including the pregnancy, and that they should keep it private between themselves, her attorney stated in the court records, that she became suicidal, went to the hospital in the weeks after the assault, and that Bauer later slammed her onto a computer breaking the screen when she was about three months pregnant. She decided to keep the baby, but did have a miscarriage in April of 21. This is all some of the worst things you're ever going to hear. I'm sorry about the sensitive nature of the content in today's show. This is fucking awful. Bauer categorically denies the allegations. I believe her. Just, just on that, in the court of public opinion, and people always say, you know, guilty until proven innocent. Well, in court, yes, that's true. But in the court of EZ, this guy's as guilty as they come. There's no way this didn't happen, in my opinion. Uh, Bauer categorically denies the allegations. A statement from Bauer's representative said she had made several million dollar demands against Bauer over two years. Prompting him to file a criminal complaint against her. Scottsdale police officer told the AP on Wednesday that Bauer filed a criminal complaint January 24th, alleging she was trying to extort him, but detectives did not recommend charges. Also, uh, there were no charges recommended after the woman filed a complaint against Bauer on December 20th, alleging what I just talked about. So this is all fucked up. The attorneys in Arizona said, What you've told us, ma'am, does not warrant sexual assault charges. How? How? Court records show Bauer's attorneys first denied her assault allegations in April and countersued for fraud, labeling the woman's lawsuit as harassment. They then said Bauer has recordings of their conversations, which show the woman asked for $1.6 million to terminate the pregnancy. Uh oh. Starting to look bad for her. Bauer provided the woman $8,700 to reimburse her for medical expenses purportedly related to her pregnancy. Uh, according to the court filings, but the woman never provided any medical records to substantiate her pregnancy or termination. Instead, Bauer's attorney said she got LASIK done on her eyes. All right. There is a lot of nuts, crazy shit going on here. I feel less committed to saying Bauer did it after reading that the prosecutor said there's not enough here to charge this guy. But I don't know. Maybe it's just he said, she said, and they don't they don't go on that type of shit. I tend to always side with the chick. Bowers countersuit stated the woman fabricated a pregnancy to try to extort him for money, noting that she hired attorneys to send a demand letter for $3.6 million following allegations of sexual assault made by a woman in California. So the allegation came out from another chick. And then this lady said, Hey, you got this incoming. This guy is a former Cy Young award winner with the Los Angeles uh, Dodgers. After he received an unprecedented uh, suspension, the team cut him. Is up. the Dodgers decision came two weeks after an independent arbitrator reduced Bauer's suspension from 324 games to 194. Reinstating him immediately, but docking his pay for another 50 games to begin this season. I think he pays uh, plays right now in a, in like fucking Europe or something like that, or Japan. Holy shit. Jimmy says, give her a milk crate to carry the baby. That's a callback from yesterday's show. Chris says, oh, you got that backwards easy. I don't know. I think I got it now. I hope it's all right. But I'm I'm just confused. Like I said, I tend to believe the chick always in these scenarios. Conor McGregor is also on the hot seat. Which, by the way, he looks puffy and like shit. Conor McGregor looks like he's massively out of shape. I don't think he'll ever fight again. After that after that dude broke his leg, after he broke his leg in the ring, that was just hideous. Uh, and I, he's getting older. You know, MMA is a young man's game. McGregor is accused of raping a chick at game four of the NBA finals. Accused of sexually assaulting a woman. Uh, according to a demand letter, according to the demand letters obtained by TMZ sports, the letters authored by attorney Ariel Mitchell allege McGregor violently sexually assaulted a woman inside of the men's bathroom after the nuggets beat the beat the heat. McGregor, the NBA, and the Heat all reportedly received copies of the letter which were sent following the woman's meeting with police. She is seeking settlements with all aforementioned parties. Boy, that's a quick turnaround. In a statement at TMC Thursday, reps for McGregor said the allegations are false. You know, all I want, all I want is if if something terrible happens like this, why can't it be? Where victim goes to the police, they investigate, an arrest is made, and then we proceed criminally. Why is this jumping to, she is seeking settlements from all aforementioned parties? It always seems skeezy to me when I hear that line. Josh says, headline, Nuggets beat the Heat, but can McGregor? He also punched the mascot. I remember, I, I didn't cover it. Connor punches mascot. It says it was a stunt.
3: You'll That's what love he's-
1: an A&W root beer float
3: made fresh
1: root beer with real ca- audio check video check <clears throat> I'm wondering how much damage you can do by punching that. Uh...
0: UFC champ Connor McGregor is breaking his silence about seemingly punching out the Miami Heat's mascot during the NBA finals.
1: Look at that ridiculous outfit. were
0: reports the mascot was sent to the hospital and prescribed painkillers.
1: But there's no way.
0: Today on Live with Kelly and Mark, McGregor came clean, revealing it was all planned. Can you tell us NBA what happened?
1: Look at her foot. Oh my God. Look at that foot start let me
3: just tell you i'm on your side, yeah, we're, always on your side. <laughs> we're on your side no, that was that was part of the skit it was all a skit we were backstage all as well it was just part of the show and kevin costner's divorce right.
1: stupid obviously obviously a bit all right anyway connor's uh, on the hot seat Thank you to Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505, for being part of the show. If you need a mortgage, your first mortgage, your 10th mortgage, call from anywhere in the U.S. to Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. You guys are the best. If you ever need to get money out of your home, if you've owned it for a little while and you need some cash, maybe for a home improvement, maybe to pay off a high-interest credit card bill, reach out to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage today, 231 231- three three two sixty five zero five. Now, when you get that home, you might be like, I'm redoing the floor. Get the flooring from Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. The lowest price in the area, all of Michigan, for flooring. Guaranteed. Okay? They buy it by the bulk load, the massive truck full, and they set it up inside of the discount outlet warehouse. It's on Chicago Drive in Granville, Michigan, right behind the Little Caesars. You can't miss it. Ugly beige building, small red sign. Lowest price for flooring. Take an additional 10% off when you mention my name. Johnson Carpet One, discount outlet. Thank you so much. Say hello to Kent. Drop the E at a U. He's back there on June 18th, I'm told. Yesterday, the asshole of the day was Blossom Kirby. Uh, That was the lady who was transporting the two-month-old twins on a hot day in Indianapolis as they, they were stuffed into a milk crate with a bungee cord strapped to a bike. All right. I think we're down to two horses for the asshole of the day. Okay, we're going to go with the dog fucker and the chick who killed her dad by pouring lie on his face. You heard from Rick earlier. He said, you know, I love dogs, but uh, this guy, he, he or she, she killed her dad in the, in the worst way imaginable. So there's a case to be made for the chick that killed her dad. It's got to be the dog fucker. The guy was a drunk bastard anyway. He's better off dead. Everybody, every, every, everybody hated that dude anyway. Nothing worse than a drunk asshole. TC Paintball brings you. Uh, sorry, Rick. The dog fucker is the asshole of the day for uh for having sex with his dog time and again on a trail camera. Holy shit! Far-reaching imp- impact and effects of that one. That is going to conclude this edition of the Eric Zane podcast. I'll talk to you down the road. Thanks for being here.